right, is everyone rolling? Yep, we're rolling. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a countdown, and I'll go three, two, one, and then everyone claps after one. So it'll be like three, two, one, bump. So is everyone ready? Yep. 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 Welcome to Let's Shag Ass. Ooh, keeping it nice and smooth. <laughs> keeping it sensual. Yeah. My ears. This is the smooth season. I get totally yelling um, in my own house. We're I'll back uh, doing what we do every month, where we review something that has a supernatural actor in it that's not supernatural because we like pain. Yeah, um, this is true. But this one, we have a surprise for you guys. It's the Supernatural Virgin guys, Darren and Vasco. Hello. Yeah. Hey, welcome. They came all the way from the UK (laughs) in a pandemic to... (laughs) (laughs) They risked life and limb to travel to the United States. (laughs) Yep. It was worth it for you guys. (laughs) Aww. Was it, though? I don't know. (laughs) You tell us. One of those mayor's shipping containers. Well, well, I did, yeah, because I'm not the, oh the, the vast. I'm not the virgin, so I, I, I don't get preferential treatment. I fly first class <laughs> on me. Ah, okay. Hell yeah! <laughs> I came over in installments. <laughs> piece by piece. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm still. My, one of my feet is still waiting to come over, so it's it's a bit awkward. I mean, leave oh, it there. Okay. Just just let it go. I was wondering why you were. You were walking around with a limp, and I was wondering what the deal with that was. Yeah, yeah and that's that's what it was. Yeah, and the, and the blood trail is yeah. a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> well, because you also like you just kind of put your shoe on the stump there, I guess, because it yeah, looks it's, like you have two feet. It's really squelchy. <laughs> just okay. Uh, that's a disgusting image but it won't be the first time we talk about disgusting images in the show today yay nor will it be the last um this before we get into what we watched i i wanted to ask y'all some questions to help Mm. our fans get to know you better and also to see if we could be friends in real life. So, <laughs> get ready to be judged. There okay. are no wrong answers. We should have checked that Unless... before recording. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> we, we might just kick you off after this. Who knows? But, um, and also a lot of these, and by a lot, I mean most, are supernatural related. So, like, yeah, I know, Vasco, I know you've only seen the show up to, like, mid-season three, so um, just answer the best you can, I guess. Okay. Basically First suck question. it up. Yeah, get over it. Okay. <laughs> First question. <laughs> if you had to fight any supernatural monster in hand-to-hand combat, who would you want it to be and why? Mm. Okay, do you want to take that one first? Or shall I? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, it would be probably be vampires because they're cool. Okay. Um, okay. Simple as that. Bold and if I, if I lose bold. and get beaten or turn, I won't regret it. You won't regret it. I mean, okay. If I lose, they're gonna turn me into a vampire. So that's cool. Win-win. I like it. 
Darren, are you rethinking your friendship with Vasco because now you know he's a dirty vampire fucker or like what's oh, happening yeah. here? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling him Sam. What I mean um Right. Now you see. Yeah, I think I'd like to fight. Uh, mm, this is, I'm trying to keep it pre pre the end of season three. Um, I'd like to fight Gordon hand to hand. Although, oh. uh, but yeah, but you see, he turned into a vampire, so I feel like I'm treading on your. Your monster, but yeah, because j- he just needs a good old slap. Uh, uh, that's so, valid as fuck. So if yeah. if what if if I'm reading between the lines properly, what you're saying is, man is the true monster. <laughs> I guess you could say you're so wise. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna. I would. I would definitely choose anything that can't bite me, impale me, behead me, and swallow me. I'll rethink the so last one. That's a pretty short list, I think. You yeah. want to fight um, uh, the car. I don't know. <laughs> the no, Impala. Never, I'd never fight the car. No, I'll fight well, Lucas. I can say I'll you would. Lucas. I'm just saying if you had to. <laughs> no, I'm going to fight Lucas from Dead in the Water. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that kid. <laughs> fuck that kid up. Oh, Michael. Yeah, fuck the kid up. Not, I mean, uh, yeah. not in that way. In, like, the beat him up Okay, anyway, so... Throw him back in. (laughs) Throw him back in the damn water. Swim. (laughs) Yeah, figure it out, asshole. You gotta learn sometime. I... I mean, I said monster, but if we've established that man is the true monster... I want to fight the bug kid, the the teenager from Bugs. Oh, line them all up. If 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 we're talking bugs, just line them all up. Yeah, and it's a firing squad. <laughs> take them out. And just take them it's out. It's not a fight; it's just an execution. Yeah, that should just be. Okay. Yeah, bang. What yeah, are some? Yeah, just play okay. dodgeball with the kids from Bugs. <laughs> what are some cryptid slash monsters you wish were on Supernatural? And also, Vasco, maybe they will be in the future, but you haven't seen them yet. Okay, answer. Go. <laughs> you go. You go. No, you. Well. Go. I'm, well uh, so let's see. Script from oh, um, let me see. Well, because they, they cover so many, it's trickier when I know what's coming to say what's not been cut. I don't. Yeah. I can't remember seeing any. I'd like to. So you might you have to correct me on this one, but I'd like to see some evil mermaids, but actual evil evil little bitch mermaids. Oh, that's that's not a bad thing, coming up yeah. out of the bathtub. Bitch, me too. That sounds great. Do you know? Strong answer. Yeah. Yeah. Some little, and, and then it's like light. whack-a-mole, but you've got to get the whack-a-mermaid, and they're coming out of the <laughs> socket. I can see the scene, actually. It's it's in front of my face now. They're in the, you're bending I over mean, the bathtub, and then they're popping out the toilet, and then they're in the sink, and oh, God, it's messy. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, are they like Cabin in the Woods style mermaids where they eat you and then blow the blood out of their blowhole in the back? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Stop. Solid I, pole, Travis. That, yeah. I, yeah oh, I hadn't even thought about the blowhole. They have a blowhole? <laughs> you do. Well, some do. They do in uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, no, in the, yeah, you've seen Cabin in the Woods. You like... Oh, you yeah, like it was it. boring. Don't even... That's I, a, damn. I... 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to see an episode of Supernatural now where Sam uses his, um, like, death penis to kill monsters. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, <laughs> when you mentioned the blowhole, I was like, okay, Sam's gonna fuck that monster to death through its blowhole. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay. Don't, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that episode. That's the, that is, yeah. that's actually the, that's the season fifteen finale cliffhanger. There's, it's Sam <laughs> approaching, approaching a mermaid, evil mermaid, bitch, and unzipping hole. his pants. Just, and just that's saying, it. Like, he well, goes, we've got work to do. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my okay, goodness. Okay, Vasco, do you have an answer? Like, shut the fuck up. Well, no, I really wanted to stick to. Um, Mermaids, but now I changed my mind. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry. So, what would you? What about some sea monster type of thing? Well, okay. Like a mermaid? No, no, no. Mermaid. They're not always monsters. They can be like, you know, These Ariel. Are... Ariel. <laughs> oh dear. So sea monster, like a Loch Ness monster. Yeah, something like, like a prehistoric something. A dinosaur. <gasps> so yes. Sam and Dean get trapped that back in time. Cool. That would be cool. Trapped in the past. But that's not supernatural, though. Supernatural is what it is. Maybe the dinosaurs are witches? <gasps> Ooh. No, you're going over the top here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cats over the top. Too much. That's well, just unbelievable. I'm- I'll believe in Nazis hunting unicorns, but the minute you introduce aliens to that concept, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Unless the um, Nazis are aliens. Well. <laughs> sorry, my brain paused. <laughs> my brain stuttered. Stop. Stop. Okay. Uh, are y'all ready for the next question? Excited. I think so, yeah. All right. What is your favorite color? Oh my! Um, and there is a there is a right answer to this. So <laughs> tread carefully. Mm. Don't say chartreuse. Hmm. Um, brown. <laughs> no, don't even wrong look. answer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's always going to be the wrong answer. I just wanted to say something just to see the reaction. I'm going to say, and this isn't untrue necessarily either, but I'm edging towards purple. Okay. I like the unreliable narrator aspect. This is taken with this question. <laughs> yeah, it is. That was a joke. There's no right answer. There's only no, there more is. right answer. It's answers. purple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, that is something I would expect a purple lover to say. Because people exactly. who like purple like, like purple. Yeah. Right. Like it's their personality. Yeah. So, um... You get to uncancel any television show... Or remake any movie that you want. But in exchange, you can't watch the last episode of Supernatural ever. Do you do it? And if you do, what's the show you want to Girl, I'm going to need a couple of days to think on that. It's not something that <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have an answer. Call me in a couple of days. Okay. I have an answer. Okay, I hold on. Answer. Hold. Yeah, go. 
No, I just, just before I forget it, <laughs> my answer is uh, I would, uh, if it's a council show that I'm going to bring back, I'm going to bring back Supernatural. <laughs> and and okay, uh, whatever happens at the start of season 16, it's completely at a tangent to however season 15 finishes. <laughs> and there's no explanation as to why. <laughs> All right, and you can never see the last episode of Supernatural. And I'll never know. Show you brought back. I can leave it out. Yeah. <laughs> is season 16 just Wayward Sisters? Is that what we're getting at here? That'd Aww. be like the ultimate just mic drop. Yeah. That would be nice. I think that um, would be nice. I would like that. Mm. They can't fridge the women this time because they're the main characters. Oh, they'll find a way. Uh, if you believe in yourself hard enough, yeah. death finds a way. Also, that's how that Jurassic Park line goes. I just want to find. I just want to point out that we had a little pre-meeting to like see if we vibe like last week, and I did offer to send these questions to y'all, yeah. and you guys said no. So if you needed days to prepare, this is on you guys. But that's some serious shit. You can't just. Go ahead and ask serious question. This is this is the this is the A game. We're bringing the A game here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, y'all are doing great. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know. If you don't have an answer, that's fine. But I do expect a at like least a, a message attempt. later, and or like if you if you need some time to think about it, like just message us later, and I'll we'll say it on the podcast. If you don't want to answer, that's. Also, you don't want oh, to okay. answer any of these questions. It's not like you're at, we're forcing you. But, uh, <laughs> no, we've got guns in all their heads. They have yeah. to answer. <laughs> yeah. But what you don't know is about the poison. Um, <laughs> don't be the The antidote is here. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite season? Ooh. Slash the least favorite season. Are we talking about Supernatural? Yeah, I'm going to go yes. with Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you... favorite of least favorite of friends. <laughs> oh no, don't ask him that. <laughs> um, Hope y'all seen The Office, because uh, it's that one. <laughs> Caught up I... on Grey's Anatomy. Mm, stop. That's, that's next season. So, I think yeah. for me, my least favorite season is probably season six. Okay. Um, I th- Now, most favorite season... I would, I would, I would fluctuate between four and five. I think, but all right. I think, yeah, I'd find it tricky to pick between four and five overall. Would be my answer at the moment. I mean, that's a good answer. Mm. I can't. That's a classic. I can't really say anything because I'm on DN on season three. Yeah. But for me, they're just getting better and better. So we go least favorite. It's one for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And then two and three. In that order. Yeah, they're yeah. getting better and better. Yeah. I think Travis has the same theory. Do Answer. I? <laughs> I mean, you, well, you've seen more now, but yeah. Back when we were in season three, I definitely remember you being like, seasons one and two, season three is where it's like, yeah. Right? Mm. Well, well, yeah, and I think, I, I I was actually tweeting about this 
with the Supernatural Virgin account uh, recently, now that I've seen seasons four and five, season three kind of. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Especially like considering things like the writers' strike and stuff they could have done, and how early other things would have happened, and other stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to like say say things without spoiling it too much. But like, yeah, I, um, yeah, now like looking at seasons four and five in comparison to season three and what happens in season three, it's kind of like, dang, wish wish it had been a little bit more. Okay, I'm quite excited now. Looking mm. forward to season four. It does. It but raises the stakes be, a bit more. To be honest with you, if yeah. Darren say, "Okay, that's it. We're not watching anymore," um, Supernatural, I'll be like. Yeah, fine. That's fine. <laughs> Change the channel. I will not be saying that. <laughs> Today. Yeah. Well, it's too late for you, Darren. You're, I know, yeah. I mean, screwed over. I feel like sometimes you get to a point in the show where you're like, well, now I'm committed. <laughs> you know? That's oh, honestly, that is how I felt at the beginning of season four. Yeah. Well, now mm. we're in it. Yep. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I get, I get oh. that. I mean, I think it's, it's. Uh, I think the trajectory is up and up and up as you get to the realization of Kripke's era, as it were, and then yeah. mm-hmm. like a little period of readjustment, should we call it, uh, and then we're off again, more or less. Yeah. 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 What I'm saying, I guess, what we're saying, Vasco, is you have a lot to look forward to, and also. A lot to lot not look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. It's a real mixed bag. Yeah. Yep. Um, You'll yeah. So, a, yeah. I wanted to say there's a bit where the good moments are really good. No, the good yeah. the highs are high, and then there's bits mm-hmm. where it's just a bit soulless. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. Mm. Womp womp. Okay, yeah. so. Oh, soulless. <laughs> Oh. Was that a fucking pun? <laughs> Not so you notice. Fucking pun, Darren? <laughs> no. <laughs> the light bulb just went off on for Travis's head. Uh. <laughs> Darren, that is Ben's job. He does the puns around here. I'm sorry. I'm, so- I'm back in the corner. Someone's I'm bringing back a in the corner. And I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I got somebody on my side now, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now we're very pro Ben's puns and always have been. Obvs. <laughs> okay, uh, last question. You. Okay. Oh, oh God. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm so entertained by my own brilliance. Okay, um, you're walking through the woods by yourself. This is important. And you meet a troll on a bridge. The troll says that he's going to eat you unless you answer him his riddles three. Do you, A, answer his riddles and then be on your way. B, tell him that that's cliche as fuck and you aren't going to answer to terrorists. Or C, get eaten because it's not going so well anyways and at least this way your family still gets the insurance payout. (laughs) Feel free to take some time. So many tempting options. Is that the only option? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess there is a fourth option: uh, fight the troll in yeah. a one-on-one death match. My fifth option is cannibalize your body. 
My, my option is uh, scream and run. Scream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's Alan. I'd, I'd I'd probably I'd probably do the riddles just for the what the hell. Yeah. Uh, behind the scenes, I came up with these questions with a friend of mine, and we got into an hour-long argument about riddles from this question. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. She was Very like, that's brain. stupid, because the original version of this question had the, um, it was only one riddle, and it had the what walks on four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon, and three legs in the evening, and she was like, it's not a day, it's a lot. I was, she was really mad. It was nice. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah. that were all of my questions that I have, and I feel like I feel like the real questions were the friends we made along the way. So, <laughs> how cliche is that? Super cliche. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Extremely. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, what are we watching Pleasure. today? We're watching. It was uh, Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak. Yeah, bitch. Who's in it? None other than the legend that is Jim Beaver. Balls. Balls. Good old Jimmy B. Old Balls McGee. A.K.A. Bobby. (laughs) A.K.A. the best part of X-Files from that one episode we watched. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) For an earlier episode. A.K.A. Some dude from Deadwood. So um, yep. this was he, your suggestion, and like how? It was actually um, mine. Oh yes, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not taking credit That's for this. This was this was your suggestion. My B. Um, <laughs> how did y'all like? How, why did you choose this? Um, because it's not the typical horror I usually watch. Um, it's got a little bit of everything and I think all of the parts are really well made does that make sense like the horror the drama everything Mm -hmm. it's um, there is a little bit of a love story not not a little bit actually it's got yeah it's got a little bit of everything alright well we've I just like the dresses yeah, I mean, <laughs> there were nice dresses. There are a lot of very big dresses. Is there not? Yeah, I, I, I did say that on our rewatch. I said I, I'm into the dresses, not literally. Yeah, this because the corsets would kill me. Hey, we're not. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, this is this movie is set in like turn of the century times in both America yes. and the UK. Oh, like appropriate. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that as we, as I was watching it, I was like, oh man, that I like wrote in my note, how appropriate that in this movie, there are people from like the UK that go to America and people from America that go to the UK. I was like, wow. Destiny. It's so thematic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I know. Um, Let's give a quick, like, summary of this movie, and then we can talk about it in detail. Mm. Oh, wait. Can I start? Can I start with a roast of this movie? Oh, my God. Oh, please. Oh, please. Yes. Go on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Crimson Peak. 
also known as, hello, my new wife. Welcome to my shitty ketchup house. <laughs> ketchup house. <laughs> oh, hello, my latest new wife. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I have to say, this is like the fifth thing we watch for this show that has surprise incest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it is, isn't it? And like, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Hey, Supernatural cast members, let's have a quick come-to-Jesus meeting about this. Um, talk to your agent and say these exact words. No more incest. We're done. Oh, no yeah. more. So, There's merchandise right there. <laughs> yeah. Pesca's like, no, I'm pro the incest. Mm, <laughs> I quit. Bye. <laughs> That's my oh, favorite part of this movie for unrelated reasons. Don't ask. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm my budging God. again of the day. Oh, I'm actually because crying. <laughs> We've watched <laughs> Devour. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember any of the other incest. Butterfly ones. Effect oh. 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, Butterfly Effect 3. I wanted to ask you a question about like the difference because what's worse, uh, how Meg was in Butterfly Effect Three, where it was just like in your face, or in this, where they were just kind of blasé about it. They're like, "Yeah, we're fucking. Who gives a shit?" Oh my god. Hey, it was just like I didn't like. Normally, you gotta go to like Kentucky for incest. <laughs> you didn't have to go all the way to fucking UK. Or we'll see. I think if you're efficient about it, Google.com. I think maybe it just has to do with the time period because of bloodlines and shit. I yeah, I don't know because they were all just like, oh yes, we're brother and sister and we love each other. Y'all live in the UK. Explain this to us. Well, you see, what what happens? What you have to do is when a man loves a woman, (laughs) they get very very close. And if you're aristocratic, you ram your hand in in the other one's pants. It's just like that, to be fair. Oh, oh, that's just like what goes down. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's just it's just Uh, you just it's what we're taught. Also, explain to me what the fuck a baronet is because I thought that was an instrument. (laughs) That's That's a clarinet. Well, I was gonna say that's a bassinet, but that's also not an instrument. Yeah. A baronet is a smaller version of a baron. Uh, okay. Well, Tom Hiddleston was pretty tall, so I yeah. No, barons are huge. You know, they're really tall. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, is it was it based on like the size of the land that he owned, or like the size of his estate? I I wasn't quite sure. Um, I think it's a. I think it's just in essence a title that's passed down. You get it. You got okay. it awarded in the oldie world, like you'd be a lord. Or is or... it like? Was his dad the Baron, and then since he was the son, he was the Baronet? <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> I feel like we're asking a bunch of questions that Darren's like. I, don't fucking know. I just can't Google quick enough. Leave me alone. Vasco, <laughs> okay. um, you suggested this movie. Had you seen it before? Oh wait, no. You, yeah, have you seen? Have you seen it? Basically, okay. Yes, I've seen it. I think I saw it in cinema first, and I really enjoyed it. And then okay. I've watched it a couple of times on my own. And, okay, so uh, this yeah. is this is like a favorite movie for you. 
Well, it's okay. in my top 50. All right. Wow. Okay. Because right. while, while I was watching this movie, I was thinking like, man, I wonder what Vasco thinks of this because I know you're really picky about like special effects in movies. You know, I thought that the special effects, especially the ghosts, were really good. They were not perfect, oh, yeah. but I think they were very mm. scary. Yeah. yeah. For the time, they were really good. Mm-hmm. For the time, it was 2015. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the technology moves pretty quick, man. No, you have to For agree that the, was... the CGI is quite good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really liked this movie, and I liked it from the poster. Um the poster that we had, it's like Edith and she's all red and then behind her is Crimson Peak and it's blue and then it says like beware Crimson Peak in spooky font and it reminded me of like horror book covers from the 80s back when they had personality Yeah. Um, so I saw the poster and I saw and I'm so sorry to the fine people of Mexico Guillermo del Toro's uh, name on it, and I was like, "I am in. Let's do it." <laughs> so, but what did y'all think? Also, we still haven't done the fucking summary. What did y'all think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, who wants to go first? Nobody. Not it. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Okay. I um I liked it, but I feel like it took a while to get around to it all. Like this movie was 2 hours and I feel like it could have been at least 15 minutes shorter. Mm-hmm. Um like just in general every like everything just takes too much time. It was pay it was yeah. its pace was quite established early on, wasn't it? And it, it just it didn't necessarily uh, maybe the last twenty minutes it picked up a bit of tempo, but uh, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like the last twenty minutes of it were definitely the most like enthralling. But and maybe that's also like part of it. Um it's it's basic it's definitely a slow burn of a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of because fits with it's, it is like Vasco said it is like kind of a bunch of stuff all in one it's not just a horror movie it's a drama and a mystery and a love story and yeah. so it just it takes time for all of it to unfold but I wish a, it had taken just a little less time <laughs> that's fair but the pace kind of fits with like the luxuriousness I guess of the time it was trying to be set in that it was just like we're just gonna go through this we're gonna tell this damn story at our own damn pace and you're gonna sit there and enjoy it but I had asked a friend of mine if he had seen it before because I had, I remember seeing like trailers for it when it was coming out and it was not what I expected but the way he put it was that it was a gothic horror that leaned very hard on the gothic part <laughs> there are horror elements but it very much leans on that. And I don't mean like in the like hot topic gothic sense. I mean it in like the aesthetic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But, but that being said, if I was seven if this movie came out when I was seventeen, it would have been like me and Travis were talking last night, it would have been part of our fucking aesthetic. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like yeah, Ben sent Tuff. me a text at like midnight and he was like 
if I had seen this movie when I was 17, I would have loved it. I was like, fucking me too. If I had seen this when I was in high school, it would have been my entire aesthetic. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, that's kind but, of... Uh, oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, but that does not take away from it being a good movie. Uh, it's just... Yeah, I can appreciate it, but it's... I don't know if I would watch it again, to be honest. Can I just go back on... Uh, the film being a little bit too long. I think that's what usually... Yeah. Um, is it Guillermo? Guillermo? I think it's Guillermo. Guillermo yes, del Toro does. He likes to take yeah. his time. I think... Oh, that is um, true. I don't know if you've seen it. Mama? It's called Mama? Yeah. yeah. That's I've one of his films. And same thing. He likes to take his time and things are happening really slow. But I do usually oh, yes. enjoy his stuff. I think the slow burn element is very accurate because it does it does it takes its time to establish the various players and how they interact with each other but another, and I, and I think another thing that I I'd say about the aesthetic is that I think the color palette is really quite striking got to sound Oh yes it's, so I was I was reading through some trivia on the movie and there was something that came up specifically about the color palette Ah and it was that the color red is only used for ghosts or things that are associated with the ghosts. Yeah. So you only the only time you see the color red are at the house, the the ketchup house. <laughs> um, you see Lucille wearing red. Uh, she's the one of the incest sisters. And then the ghosts are also red. That's interesting. Um, You've done some research. They're good, don't they? We've just watched the film multiple times. Yeah. Before we get further into this movie, here is a real quick sum up set to song, which Travis... No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You got me excited there. I don't have my kazoo with me. Okay, so our main character is a young American Harris named Edith Kuching. She's also a wannabe horror writer. Um, Something that gets told a lot is the ghosts are a metaphor. This will be important later. There's a lot of, like, metaphor work in this movie. Um, Mm. Anyways, she meets Thomas Sharp, an English baronet, who is in an incestuous relationship with his sister and also keeps marrying people for their money and then killing them through poison because he's a piece of shit. He's played by Thomas Hiddleston. Edith gets taken to his creepy falling apart house that is called Crimson Peak because there's clay mines under the house and in the winter it bleeds red um, through the snow. Eventually, Edith finds out about Thomas's previous wives, the fact that he's in an incestuous relationship with his sister, and that they're trying to kill her. She tries to escape. Lucille does her best to keep this from happening. But Thomas, who's fallen in love with Edith, saves her life and the life of Edith's friend, Dr. Allen. And that's pretty much the movie as quick of a sum up as I can get it. It's a solid seven yeah. out of ten, and y'all, quite frankly, should just go watch it. Like, yeah, just I mean, pause I would definitely, especially if you've enjoyed other uh, Guillermo del Toro movies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, like, on the poster, it says like visionary director of Pan's Labyrinth. Like, Pan's Labyrinth was the first del Toro movie that I saw, and I fell in love with it. Yeah. Um. 
it's, I mean, it's, especially compared to what we've watched recently for this show, (laughs) which was uh, Statutory Rape, a fairy tale, and then um, two pieces of white bread get together. So, like, this is great. This is good. It's a step up, then. You're getting us a step yeah, up. You're very welcome, guys. A few guys. steps up. <laughs> I, another yeah. thing, uh, I, so... I, I want I pull I pulled to Vasco's attention um, when we sort of did the, the rewatch of it for, for this was that it played quite heavily on on without shoving them too much in your face. But there's a there's an underlying sense that you're also sort of watching a a darker version. It's dark enough already, but a darker version of Cinderella playing out a bit. There's some of those yeah. Cinderella tropes playing around at the beginning for me because there's... Um, yeah, I can see that. Because you, you've mm. got um, the poor girl, Edith, on kind of on her own. Mum's... She's not poor. No, 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 but poor, poor and emotional, in an emotional vacuum. Right. <laughs> um, with, the, with, the, with the stand-up dad. And then there's these two rather hideous of personality sisters and their overbearing mother who's trying to get rid of one of the sisters Eunice to the handsome person with title in just the case of baronet rather than prince charming and so it kind of there's a kind of that thing going on which i which i thought that's it's almost subconsciously setting a a jolly fairy tale and then you know brothers and sisters are fucking so it's all good yeah <laughs> i mean appropriate yeah I I personally am going to be very complimentary to this movie for like the wrong way Amazon. So I do want to talk about I think some issues it has. We, we talked about the pacing, which I have less of a problem with, honestly, because I do think it's setting up the good, the fast parts. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah. To be fair, I'm I'm probably being a little unfair towards the pacing just because I recently finished The Last of Us 2 mm-hmm. and it has a lot of pacing issues towards the end Yeah. so right now I am just like I, I have a very, very sour taste in my mouth for slow burn um, so that that might be affecting my opinion on it a little bit. I do think it has a tonal problem and I get the sense that this was done on purpose but I don't know the mixture of like horror and tragedy mixed, especially in the first act. Um, Once we get to like the second and third acts, it's less of a problem but uh, the so I I think the scene that illustrates this best is in the beginning Thomas is you know, trying to romance Edith and Edith's dad, who's played by Bobby, has an issue with this and like sends a detective to do some work on him. Right, or to, to figure out his dark yeah. past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he figures out that Thomas has been married before. Um, and then Luce, we find out later that Lucille murders Bobby to marry, to, to get him out of the way so that Thomas can marry Edith. And then Thomas sends Edith a letter to, like, get her to explain the situation because he had broken her heart at a dinner the night before. It was a huge thing. Sorry, I'm trying to get to the scene. Uh, <laughs> I did not do a good job of summing up. But, uh, basically the scene that I'm talking about is Edith, you know, ro- romance movie style, runs to Thomas's hotel to try to catch him before he leaves 
for New York, and he, you know she doesn't see him. He's he's checked out of the hotel, but then she goes out, and Thomas is in the hallway, and she and he's like Edith. I want to explain why I was such a dick last night, and I love you, and we should get married, and here's my mother's ring, and there's this, like, this, the music swells, and they kiss for the first time, and it's beautiful, and then, like, two seconds later, her father's lawyer has found her in this hotel to tell her that her father has been horribly murdered, and she needs to identify the body, and it's like, whoa, there's a bit of whiplash going on here. I thought we were going to a bad Tuesday for her. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's lots of highs to, and lows in one day. Yeah, she's about to marry a serial murderer, and also her dad's dead, so that's good. Um, also, so I, I have a theory about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's I, maybe it's a tonal issue, but I think it's thematically on purpose. Yeah, I agree. I do think they Be- did it on purpose, actually, because at the beginning, Edith is trying to get her book published Mm -hmm. and they keep saying you need to put a love story in there and so she just kind of shoehorns a love story in there even though she didn't want to yeah so to me the whole romance between edith and thomas was just pushed yeah it it was pushed in that way as Mm -hmm. like a thematic irony kind of thing i agree Um, that makes sense yeah I also do think that they did some of the whiplash on purpose because I think they're trying to set up that Thomas is not who he says he is by having those scenes juxtaposed together. However, I don't think that detracts from the fact that in the the first act, there is a lot of like basically watching a, you know, volleyball game of just them passing the ball back and forth between like (laughs) these like dark you know, tragic scenes, and then also this lighthearted, sweeping romance. Um, mm-hmm. On the whole, not a huge problem, but it is there. I also think, and this actually I have more of an issue with, is um, I feel like they set some things up on the first act that just never really paid off, like Edith's book. Mm. Was, right. I, was I the only one expecting a scene after they escape Crimson Peak where like Edith has kind of written about her experiences and she's in the publisher's office the closing and the publisher shot agrees to publish it? The closing <clears throat> shot is uh, is the is the where you see the film again, the title Crimson yeah. Peak. As it as it pans back it says by Edith Duda. Oh, I totally missed uh, that. Okay. okay. I missed that. I missed too. it the first time. I, I was just—it was only the second time when I, I saw it. I thought, ah, we've just watched her f- book. All right. Well, criticism retracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys, if Ari and Travis, if it was like it for y'all, uh, but my stream didn't have the greatest quality in parts. And when it got to that part, when it showed the book, I could kind of see like Edith, but it was really it just looked like it said Ed. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> that that so, is that the correct pronunciation of her her, her surname. <laughs> it's her full name. <laughs> it's not Edith. It's Ed. Blah. It's Ed. Okay. Do y'all have any um, criticisms of the movie other than the one that just listened, or more to <laughs> elucidate? I, I, I have a visual. I have a visual criticism. Which is, I had a real struggle with uh, Edith, in so much as she just looked, and I know she's played it before, which doesn't help. But she just, I just kept thinking, why, why is Alice in Wonderland 
strolled into this movie. Right, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was basically any time that her hair was down, she just looked 100% the way she did in Tim Burton's Alice yeah. in Wonderland. Yeah, and, and I just thought, Yeah, no. that was a little distracting for me. I, I honestly didn't realize that it was the same actress until she had her hair down. No, I, I was the same the first time. I was like, I said, I, I, she, she needs to play Alice in Wonderland because she's in, it's uncanny. And yeah. it turns out there was a reason. But uh, yeah. It's played by, and I'm so sorry to the people of Australia, Mia Wasikowska. I find it hilarious that you apologize and then nail the fucking names. It did. Same it's hilarious. I was just about to say, that was pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. Oh. It's very, wow. It's closer than I'd have got, I can tell you it's, that. It's because um, on Hey Asbud, every time we do the Freak of the Week, I'm like, and I'm just, so I'm trying to, you know, I found another roast that I wrote down. Hit us. Oh, good. <laughs> Thomas and Lucille look like a steampunk White Stripes cover band. And by that, <laughs> I mean I can't tell if they're married or related. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's on fucking point. Yeah. Oh, but so, point. yeah, that's so true. And oddly stomach And it turns out time. it was both. Hey. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, obviously, I wrote that before the twist happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I wrote that. It was still the first act because it was before <laughs> Bobby had died. Oh, oh wow. The minute so. I'm going to I'm going to tell you right here. The minute um, Lucille was like, I want Mother's Ring back, which happens in the first act. I was like, oh, no, flowers in the attic. They're fucking. And, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then, then Luce, when Lucille was like, "Mother stuck us in the attic our entire childhood," I was like, "God damn it, flowers in the attic!" Anytime anybody over the age of like twenty says "mother," yeah, <laughs> it's some, some weird. Kind of shit I don't care if it is nineteen oh one. That shit is weird. Yeah, yeah. Mother wouldn't allow us to do it. Just say, "Mom." Just say. Yeah. <laughs> Mother like, oh, frowned upon it. us fucking in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like it. She did not like our rubber ducky. <laughs> in my blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Thomas Thomas my mermaid reference. It's fine. <laughs> Call back. I have a, I have a serious question. Oh, hit us. No time Why for do you questions. think? Are we? We saw a her mother, couple the ghost of her mother, her mom. Sorry, her mom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, stop hurting us. <laughs> Why do you think it was so scary? I mean, it's the end of the day. It was her mother, her mom? Why did she didn't come back as a pretty ghost or something? Or, or in fact, come back again once once she was there. That was it, wasn't it? We never saw the mum after she did the two appearances. Yeah, but I find very bizarre having yeah. her mother coming back when she, first of all, when she was to, uh, was a child, like yeah, really yeah. young, mm. and then again, mm. and she looked, she didn't look herself. She didn't, she didn't look a day over the day she died. <laughs> she didn't look a day over a billion. Yeah. So I think the reason why she looks like that aesthetically, and 
again, listeners, y'all just went to go, you watched the movie before listening to the rest of this, so I don't need to explain what she looks like. But I, <laughs> I actually think the reason why she looked scary instead of like, I don't know, Glinda the Good Witch, um, has to do with a theme that Guillermo del Toro explores a lot in his movies, and that is monsters as a positive figure. Um, mm. and being, like, beneficial despite how scary they look. Now, well done. And, I mean, one of the twists of this movie was that, I guess you could say, man was the true man monster. The true monster. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, yeah. One of the, one <laughs> of the we... twists is that all of the ghosts were trying to help Edith yeah. Yeah. rather yeah. than scare her yeah. away. Yeah. If and... we go back to uh, the film Mama... Mm-hmm. That was exactly the same thing. The ghost was actually trying to help. It was a motherly yep. figure. Yeah. Mm. Same with Pan's Labyrinth and The Shape of Water. This um, guy has one trick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, how is he getting, getting on in this? His career is over. <laughs> no, there's actually a really beautiful um, Guillermo del Toro quote about this, and I'm going to bring it up. Um because, like, when he said this, I was like, God damn it. You're in your second language and just beautiful with words. And I hate you know, that's actually why all the monsters in Pacific Rim kept coming through into the other reality <laughs> to warn Earth. Oh, about... <laughs> okay, it's not all of about Howard the Duck after the credits? <laughs> God damn it! I can't fucking find it. I'm gonna just keep talking amongst yourselves but, uh, while I yeah, Google so furiously. I, I feel like one of the reasons the mom looked the way she did was one because they said her cause of death was the black cholera, mm. which mm. I don't exactly know what that means, but I know that it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's one of the worst choleras, I think, definitely. Yes, and it yeah. Super cholera. Yeah. You know how they what how they is? rate cholera is based on color. Like if you have green cholera, you'll probably be okay. But yeah, if you've got so like red, black, or brown cholera, and actually, I think most cholera starts as brown cholera. Mm, yeah, um, that's the, this is cholera nineteen. <laughs> this is cholera nineteen nineteen, um, but. I think it also has to do with the fact that her father insisted on a closed casket funeral. Mm-hmm. So uh, she never yeah. actually got to see her mom after she died. And probably the whole time that her mom had black cholera, she was probably not able to see her. So the way the ghost looks may have to do with the image of not being able to see her mother mm-hmm. for yeah. that long of a time. And maybe even seeing, um, like, because cholera kind of does make you waste away. It's a dehydration disease. Mm-hmm. So she, the last time she saw her mother, she probably was very skinny and skeletal from dehydration. Mm-hmm. So there's there's probably a lot of different reasons, and I'm sure one of the other reasons is that's just what Guillermo del Toro wanted it to look like. Yeah. Because all of the, um, well, I don't want to say all of the ghosts. Most of the ghosts were played by, um, oh, let me find his name again. Oh, is, I, it Doug, Doug, is it David Jones? It is Doug Jones. Is it yes. Doug fucking Jones? 
Of yeah. course Hayes it's Doug Brady. Jones. It's always Doug Jones. One, it's a, mon- it's, a, it's a monster in a Guillermo del Toro movie. Of course it's Doug Jones. Okay. I think they have a contract. Probably in a dress. Together, they, yeah. They always work together. So. Yeah, so, um, and I could tell, like, I mean, besides the fact that I know that Doug Jones and Guillermo del Toro like almost always work together, you can just tell by the way the ghosts move and the look of them. Like you can mm-hmm. just tell that it's Doug Jones. Another but that's one what I like pony. about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, where's yeah, his range? <laughs> in the in the trivia on IMDb. Uh, he play, portrays Lady Sharp, uh, mother of Lucille, and Edith's mother. Okay. And he um, he played both Pan and the, the labyrinth. Uh, Pan. He played the whole labyrinth. <laughs> no, he played Pan and the Pale Man in that. He played the infected man in Quarantine. Mm-hmm. And a. Uh, and he did the something else he, in REC. He is also a fish dude in Shape of Water and fish, fish dude in Hellboy, but not the yeah. voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he must be very rich. Most likely, <laughs> he's busy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I found the quote uh, where del toro talks about monsters he says um since childhood i've been faithful to monsters i've been saved and absolved by them because monsters are the patron saints of our blissful imperfections and um he gave that quote at the golden globes where he won best director for the shape of water which if you haven't seen it's great also a little fun fact did y'all know that del toro originally wanted benedict cumberbatch for thomas sharp's Yes, I was actually about to go into that. Benedict oh, Cumberbatch had signed on for the movie, but he left. And it says that he left for undisclosed reasons, which means he left to go play uh, the guy in the Marvel movie. Yeah. Doctor Strange, yeah. Yes. Um, can we talk oh. about how Benedict Cumberbatch, as Tom Hiddleston's character, would have been terrible? Sorry. It would have been fucking awful. I agree. I, I definitely sister. I agree. <laughs> I definitely prefer Tom Hiddleston in this role. First yeah. of all, yeah, he much more incesty. Yeah. First of all, Mr. Hiddleston, um, good job at being hot as fuck. All right, so mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch could go cry into his money about it. But Tom Hiddleston <laughs> <is a> ten. <laughs> And then Cumberbatch is not dead. So the fact that it's Tom Hiddleston, because Edith very quickly is like, yeah, I'm going to move to a different country, too. Because she goes from, and I do like Edith as a character, but she goes from not wanting to get married, seeming to be totally against, like, marriage and love and love stories and things like that, meets Tom Hiddleston, and then is like, oh, no, we're going to fuck. And um, then she marries him, moves to a different country where she knows no one, and it just happens very quickly. And I'm saying that, like, I would also do the same for Tom Hiddleston. (laughs) Um, Good job, ma'am. Like, good fucking job. So uh, if Benedict Cumberbatch had been in that role, I would have been like, really, girl? Let's take a minute. Maybe think about our actions. And also, I think... 
he he needs he needs some credit. Even the character Thomas needs some credit. Sorry, Vasco, you noticed you were. Well, I think it was, we mutually frowned at the time. Was when they finally get together in that cute little hotel room mm-hmm. um, when they're oh, snowed yeah. in, and uh, the moment is upon us. And he has to wade through several tons of fabric before he can find a knickers. <laughs> I mean, that's commitment right there. That is. For a second, well, I thought you were serious. <laughs> well, quite serious. There was a lot of fabric. I mean, also, you I'd see be like, Tom Hiddleston. five minutes and. Uh, so that was thrilling. <laughs> For a minute during that scene, I thought he was going to eat her out, and I was like, "Yes, Crimson Peak says Cunnilingus right." Uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. I'm so upset. <laughs> yeah, in the Noted second part, the nose. Uh... <laughs> maybe later. Well, I don't know. Like, well, I think maybe possibly. I mean, it, I mean, you know, it's the it's the 1800s or whatever it is, and you know, deodorant's not happening it might have been a bit of a sweaty mess down there you might have been thinking about it can we not talk about that i'm just yeah. you know, <laughs> being practical it's in the movie it's important to the plot that's going we have yeah, to talk it's there <laughs> it's there he's having a rummage he's like oh it's here somewhere oh, and God. then he finds it's like okay we can stop talking about it now i guess no we can't it's the yeah. plot point um, <laughs> the baronet figure bangs the heiress. Yeah, so I will say what? No, go on. Go say, on. Right. Oh, I was just—I was trying to change the subject a little bit Thanks. and be like, instead of Tom Hiddleston and uh, Mia Wasikowska. <laughs> It it was originally supposed to be Benedict Cumberbatch and Emma Stone. Wow! And yeah, I, I don't it, I don't think it would have been the same movie to be honest. Nope. Yeah. No, definitely I not. I mean, Emma Stone is Edith. I can definitely like see, especially since she did such a good job in The Favorite. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. It definitely would have been more. Um, Jane Eyre vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and unless, sense, yeah. I can unless see um, the soldier from Pride and Prejudice. You know what I mean? The yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck his name is. Um, hey, this was pretty much just Pride and Prejudice and Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sequel to Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Um. I wrote down a note. So every the set design in this movie is honestly the best part. Like Crimson Peak mm. is amazing. Yeah. God, I love the fact that there's a hole in the ceiling and it keeps mm. snowing through it and it just looks like totally beautiful. And there's yeah, like there's always just stuff falling through it. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a moth or there's a bunch of moths. The black there's a bunch moths. of bugs. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was appropriately creepy. Oh, oh my god, the scene in the beginning where Lucille and Edith are talking, and Lucille uh, like, butterflies, the butterflies are so fragile. Yeah, yeah. and then an ant oh, eating out that... a butterfly's eye. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, why is that necessary? <laughs> it was cool as fuck, though. I'll give it that. It's like... because Edith's the fucking butterfly. I wrote yeah. that down. I was like, just in case it isn't clear, Edith's the goddamn butterfly. Can we go five seconds before that when Lucille rubbed the 
dead dirty butterfly yeah. on its oh, yeah. face. I yes, was like, she... what are you doing? Yeah. Like, fuck Hot. that. Yeah. It's just a very weirdly sultry way, yeah. Yeah, for a second before the incest twist happened, I actually thought Lucille was going to be a lesbian. Yeah. Um, And, like, maybe she that. was in love with Edith and also crazy? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think in that house, after a while, it's... Everything it's, goes. Anything, everything goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just Smelling that bloody clay all the time, it makes you do weird things. Yeah. Uh, I can I vouch like for to that. Talk about... <laughs> <laughs> but something I messaged Travis, and I don't know you, if you guys have played it, but uh, it really reminded me of Kanehurst Castle from Bloodborne. Uh, just the just the heavy-handed blood fucking everywhere and just <laughs> the different angles and whatnot. I was like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go back through that again because it's been yeah. a minute. Uh, it just looked beautiful. I just love the different shots mm-hmm. inside of the place, especially like near the end where Edith and Lucille, I think, uh, are like having their first of many standoffs. Uh, and you mm. really get to see like how the clay flows in the in that weird like engravings in the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And and I think also it it comes out it comes across and I don't know how much of it genuinely was because I'm sure not all of it but there was an, a hell of a lot of practical set there wasn't there there was oh mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. that was that was I a lot know. of levels and stuff going on there that was that was yeah. happening they were in that and I and I I always appreciate that in a film because the, mm. you can't always tell but there's a there's a bit of a sense when it's a CGI I'm not stealing your anti CGI thunder but there's a there's a sense that it's a bit sort of flat but this was this was beautifully crafted i'd go so far as to say sumptuous oh that's a fun word to, to describe this i can dig that um jessica chastain plays lucille and does a great job she is really campy and she has a lot of fun um, oh she tell. does yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I will say her accent was a little rough at times, um, <laughs> oh. especially when she was screaming. <laughs> yeah. What did What did you guys? I mean, obviously this Tom is... Hilton is native. Yeah. But what about Jessica Chastain's accent? I think they both did a good British accent. They, but they the, who? Tom. Both of them. Yes. I'm glad he did one. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. But the point is. <laughs> That all of this, Chris and Pick is in Scotland. Oh yes, <laughs> and they didn't. Oh damn! 